uh, Matt Lautner coming to you live from Piketon, Ohio. And uh, today I'm I'm actually at a farm visit at Brock Woolridge's, the breeder of Luke and Emerson donor of Taylor Lukens in Nebraska back in 2012. Brock raised this uh, female that went on to do some great things out there in Nebraska, bodacious pale-faced cow. So anyways, today I'm joined by Todd Caldwell, and uh, don't really have a reason for the podcast, just beg Todd to come on and uh, talk about a few things. And So Todd, uh, for anybody that's getting ready to breed their cows over the next couple of months, just a random industry question. What age do they need to be in the year 2023 to be competitive at these Midwest State Fair uh, August endpoints? Uh, that's kind of a loaded question, but my gut tells me just right off the bat, we've got to make these cattle older. I don't know why, and, and I don't think it's any one particular line of genetics. We've gotten these cattle so late maturing, it almost takes me, and the older generation will remember it and the younger ones won't, but, but a lot of these cattle are like feeding a full throttle or a full flush back in the day. Um, you could get those cattle weighing appropriately by a state fair, but they never look like chunky, mature, fat steers. And that's just one thing that that none of us can control with a feed bucket is, is maturity. And uh, so with that being said, I think we've got to make these cattle a little bit older. Um, you know, I think it's it seems like the South Dakota cattle that are, you know, Marches and, and maybe early Aprils, for some reason those cattle, more of those cattle will make it than the cattle that are born here in the Midwest. And I know that sounds goofy and I, I can't explain it unless it's just a good grass out there. But those cattle seem to come nearer making it than a March or early April that was born in here in Illinois would. I have heard that before too, that uh, the cattle in South Dakota just do a little better. So here's a off-the-wall topic. Uh, with the rising popularity of the perfection bloodline, the purebred shorthorn bull with Tom Farris, uh, do you think it's possible we will see a purebred shorthorn steer win a Midwest State Fair in the in the near future? I don't know if we'll see a shorthorn win a State Fair, a, pure, a legitimate purebred win a State Fair, but I think we'll get back to the point where it was uh, mid-90s and early 2000s where the shorthorns can get in the top five. I mean, there was a stretch there, um, and I called Eric Bedino just to make sure because I'm getting old. I don't remember shit from yesterday, let alone years ago. But I know Eric had a, a shorthorn steer from Barkhurst Ranch in Saratoga, Wyoming in 94, and he was reserve grand at the Illinois State Fair. Then the next year he had a, a shorthorn steer from uh, – John and Jerry Frazier, and I think he was raised up in northern Illinois. That calf won. He won a lot of stuff, like whipped all the black ones at jackpots and uh, was grand several times. Then kind of like in the 2000s, I know Amber Dillon uh, had a short horn from Jark that, God, he won, I think, 15 or 20 jackpot shows, grand or reserve, and then Won the short horns and got in the top five of state fair. Shireman's had one that did a lot of winning, and I think the actual year they won the state fair, I think their short horn got in the top five as well. So, I mean, there was a strand there where the short yeah. horns at jackpot shows, you could count on them getting a piece of the top five somewhere. And, boy, it's been dry. You know, it's been a dry run here the last several years. When yeah. I was in 4-H uh, in the 90s, you could just about uh, expect – the Bart Horse family from Ohio to get a damn good short horn from you 
And then oh, shit, uh, I forgot about them. You're right. The, the Gentries from Indiana would they had an awesome one of my in the late '90s an awesome uh, orange steer that did well at the Illinois Beef Expo from Dave Geyer. And you know it just seems that bulls burst onto the scene and uh, just game recognized game. It will be fun to see uh, maybe not a purebred but maybe a, a plus that could. Uh, right there in the thick of things there at the end in the coming years but sorry i, I know last fall that uh you know the the perfections really did catch brandon and i's eye i mean to the point where we honestly called and tried to buy a piece of the bull just it just looked like that bull was doing a very very good solid job all the way around and uh, yeah i'd say that bull if he's not already left his mark is damn sure gonna yeah so speaking of dave geyer uh uh just Random question. Uh, could, do you have a, a story from you and Dave's uh, teeth-bearing years or whatever you want to call it whenever you guys were coming up that uh, the audience or the public might not know? It's the Todd Caldwell and Dave Geyer story from back in the day. Oh, geez. Uh, probably one of the neater ones, and I cannot remember the year. It was probably 96, 97. We were all at the Missouri Beef Expo, and it was usually – the first weekend in February, God, where was I? I can't even remember where it was. But anyway, we were there and had a bunch of steers there. And I remember walking up to the ring and watching a calf show, and he was black-bodied with some blue down his back. And I, for the life, I'd been thinking about this all morning, Matt, because I knew you were going to ask, but I should have called Geyer to see. But anyway, I think Chad Holtkamp had something to do with the calf. And uh, he was very, very good. I think he was a DeBull, but he was black with a blue roan slosh down his body or down his back. And Geyer and I ended up buying him for the Bedino family, and that calf ended up going on to win quite a bit of stuff that year. So I think he won Purdue AGR and something else maybe. But that was one of the ones we just both standing at the same place at the same time and and ended up going together on that calf. But that, that was kind of one of those fun ones to have together. You betcha. That sounds good. Well, thank you for hopping on here quick. Uh, hopefully I can get you back here in the next few weeks, but uh, thanks for sharing those stories, and, uh, yeah, we'll uh, be in touch over the coming weeks, Todd. Thank you very much. Thanks, Matt.